Before we begin, we would like to acknowledge the Burong people as the traditional custodians of the land in which we meet on. We would also like to pay our respects to their elders past and present. Hi everybody. <clears throat> um, happy midnight day. Happy midnight <laughs> at three PM in Australia. Yes, um, with because our America. our non-alcoholic rosé. Oh, it's so nice, by the way. Thank you. Cheers. Yep. So we're just making some healthier choices in this house. And did you hear that um, alcohol, the rise of alcohol deaths, has risen? Well, there's been a rise in alcohol-driven deaths in the past yeah, couple years. It's like 6% higher. That honestly so. doesn't surprise me. Yeah, so we're just... COVID really... Yeah. I mean, I started drinking more during COVID. Yeah, everyone. Everyone. Uh, do you know, um, funny thing, I would like watch a movie in my bed and I would pour myself like a glass of Baileys. Oh, you like Baileys, don't you? And I got really drunk once and like drank half a bottle with my mum. And I never did that <laughs> pre-COVID. <laughs> Do you drink Bailey's pre-COVID? Are you a Bailey's drinker though? I haven't drank Bailey's since. I'm not surprised. So I think COVID I can blame. But yeah. good love a good um, cold Bailey's. It's yeah. good. It's a good uh, Christmas drink. Okay. You know, like a hot summer Christmas. Yep. You pop some ice in it. It's good. See, I can't um, agree there. I Fair. definitely don't like Bailey's. But Fair enough. that's all right, you know. It's not to for each a, his own. It's not for everybody. No. So understandable. Understandable. Gorgeous. <laughs> Fantastic. There right. we go. Okay. How, how's your week been? Um, my my week has been pretty good actually. Yeah. Um, I've had uni. I've been writing. Um, still at the house I'm house sitting. Oh yeah. Which is fun. So I've been like some days when I haven't had anything on like work or uni. I like would catch a tram into the city and study at the state library oh it's like such a vibe mm. i i i love going into the city just in general yeah um i love getting dressed up putting on a fit um yeah. went to uniqlo a fair few times mm. only brought a bum bag this week this week that's yeah, good it's about 20 yeah. bucks was good i'm and it's a great little like simple essential to have yeah it is a bum, I've got two bum bags on rotation and mm. I've had them for quite a while. Again, I keep complimenting you and James, but thank you. Um, you two <laughs> really know how to rock a bum bag, though. Yes, yes, yeah. I think cool. I got my inspiration from you Aww. guys, to be fair. Okay, cool. Thank like, you. You know, yeah. when you guys went to Japan, Japan is it yep. Japan? Yeah. Before Japan. COVID? Yeah, just before. Yeah, yeah I feel like because you. I feel like I saw pictures and you're wearing bum bags. Yeah, and bum bags are huge over there. But, like, also they're just so much more practical. Yeah. Oh, oh like the sling over the arm. You don't have to, you know, your hands are free. Mm. You're not, like, nothing's too low or too – like, it's just so much more convenient it's, yeah. to carry. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, love a bum bag. Love it. I was wearing it in when I went to Greece. I was wearing it all the time. Mm. So easy. Mm. Love it. Yeah, it's sick. Um. How's – your week been yeah my week is good i um had my first escape room experience last saturday yes tell me all about it um so i know you're aware of that we actually did that but <laughs> maybe tell the listeners <laughs> yeah so um for james's mum's birthday we went to an escape room with his family which was there was six of us um and the escape room was i don't want to spoil anything for people that are going to go to this one but i don't think i will um, it was the one at Crown Casino in Melbourne um, and it was alien themed. Fun. Yeah. So first, firstly, um, I'm not a big fan of aliens. They're just – I believe in aliens. So therefore, it makes everything a bit more heightened. Like I get a bit more stressed. Fair enough. Um, so I went into this quite anxious and scared and as we rocked up ready to go, like I started getting quite anxious mm. um, because I have anxiety, which, you know – um and my hands were really sweaty and i was like to james oh my god i'm really nervous like feel my hands and he was like no no that's fine he felt my hands he was like 
what is wrong with you? Like they, you could like see, I was, they were glistening. Oh my God. I was, so Liv. I was just, I'd worked myself up. Yeah. And then just, Justin was like, Hey, how you going? I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm a little bit nervous, <laughs> but it's all good. Anyway, the escape room was fine. Like it wasn't too scary, but the actual riddles to get out were, were quite difficult. Um, I could only imagine, honestly. And we found like we were in the third part of it and, the room next to us was also alien themed and they got out like 20 minutes earlier to us and we could hear them. They like got out and they're like, yeah, we, we like got out and we were freed and we were like still in there like, oh my God. <laughs> still in there trying to so figure everything long. out. And it was just so, the dynamic was so funny because, you know, there was like James' dad was trying to do everything and then his mum was like a late, late to some of the, it was so funny like watching everyone, um, work together <laughs> work together but also work in their own yeah, way yeah it was so good but the best part was when um we obviously didn't escape and we got a rundown afterwards of what we were supposed to do were you completely off no we actually got through the first two rooms and the third room we couldn't there was three codes to like crack together we yeah. had to like get this dna from a tooth and put it in the door of, a, oh of an God. alien <laughs> Like, who knows how to that do that? That sounds honestly. extremely overstimulating. Anyway, so in the, in the second room, we had to block an air vent so we had to suffocate the aliens. And the air vent was about, I want to say, about 30 centimetres wide in a circle, right? And it was like this weird mesh thing. And the aliens are screaming and screaming. And we were also supplied a plunger um, from the from the science room because we were gotcha. in like a science lab. Yeah, yeah. Like a, like a, um, a student's. It was a high school. Yeah. And um, it sounds very dystopian. It does. Yeah, it was weird. And anyway, we're like, oh, okay, use the plunger and suffocate the aliens. And we're like doing this and doing this. And the the plunger was like slightly too small for the hole. So James's sister, Steph, was like, hold on. I'll just like use my ass instead. So she like backs down onto the vent and it's like squatting. And her ass is like on the (gasps) vent. And she's suffocating the aliens. with, And they're making noises. She's suffocating with her ass. They were dying. Yeah. And her, with her ass. And she's like, I'm killing them all. Like, go, Steph, go, Steph. Anyway. Power of the ass, I tell you. I know. Yeah. Um, anyway, the guy comes in later to explain. He's like, yeah, so did you use the plunger to kill the aliens? And we were like, yes. Yes, so we did. We used the plunger to kill the aliens. That's exactly Steph's, what we did. Steph's own plunger. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a fun experience. That sounds, For my first time. Yeah, yeah. So you've never done one before? No. Yeah, I've never done an escape room. I'm kind of scared yeah. to do them. Yeah, that were... Yeah. I just don't think I'm else. smart to figure out the riddles. Oh, you'd be surprised. Really? Like, because you know what? I sort of stood back in the beginning and let everyone do their thing. But there were some things where you're naturally... You can understand things better than others. Fair. Like there was a pattern I had to repeat. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I know how to do that. Mm. I do that for work. But like Justin at the start, he's just like in his element teacher mode. Yeah. Just like, oh, okay. So this is like this. He was really good in the beginning. Like he understood it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm in the corner like. (laughs) Like with sweaty hands. Yeah. Fiona was just so excited. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) On a high. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that was. That was my I, my big event for the week. Yeah, and then we, and then um, after the escape room, we went out for dinner. Yeah, because it was did. a surprise birthday. Yeah, um, and that's where we went out in the city and yeah, that we were was vibing. Fun. That was fun. We saw some Taylor Swift covers. Yeah, <laughs> it was really fun taking you out, Liv. It was good taking me <laughs> taking me out on the town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no. but I'm actually going to Tame Impala tomorrow, which I mean, I oh, brought yes. like last, la- oh, not last minute, but like yeah. Um, pretty excited. I listened to a lot of his music during lockdown, so it's gonna be cool to see it live. And I've seen TikToks of the show, and it looks yeah. sick. The the um, I want to say cinematography. That's not the word. The actual like visuals. Visuals look yeah. really amazing. Oh, like amazing. They really do. I'm so, excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see it through the lens of Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> Which is what I'll be doing. Which is yeah, what we'll all be doing. Yeah. Um, what else did you want to talk about? Recap on the quiet. Oh, did you have oh, any like yes. stories from listeners or? Yeah. So in regards to quiet quitting as well. Yeah. Our topic last week. Um, Which sparked a lot of conversation. Yeah. People no, really liked us talking about that. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It's conversation. I think we sort of talk about for a few seconds with people and then move on. But um, 
No, I spoke to a few people, especially at work. Um, one in particular was saying how she, if she had a dream job, she would still quite quit she because she still. likes the work-life balance. Yeah. Um, which makes sense. Um, but another interesting takeaway was that I learned of was quiet firing, which mm. is where the employers learn that someone's quiet quit. <laughs> And then they therefore understand that they've slacked off and let them go. Because employers are aware of this this culture. they know about it. Yeah. Yeah. So be careful, guys, if you are planning to But is it slacking off? Well, I think a lot of people interpret quite quitting in different ways. Yeah. Some people think of it as slacking off. Some people think of it as doing bare minimum. Mm. And then some people think of it as doing your normal job, especially if you're coming from a place of doing absolutely everything like working around the clock yeah so my interpretation of quiet quitting is doing exactly what's required of me yeah to maintain yeah the job at hand yeah right okay um i don't know what do you think it is really we didn't really discuss it i don't know i don't i don't see it as slacking off um because i think that just has like a negative connotation to it and i don't see quiet quitting as negative um i don't know i i yeah, I, I just find it funny that companies know about it. I know. So it's probably, it's honestly probably started conversations within companies yeah, higher up as well, right. which is interesting, which I like because yeah. everything deserves to be spoken about. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually also had a friend message me about the digital camera aspect and oh. I have some news for you. Yep. Apparently, uh, the digital cameras are back. You're joking. Full circle moment. <laughs> I can confirm that... It, a Gen Z friend of mine. I mean, they take is the using best photos. Apparently, she's using digital cameras on a night out. Amazing. Ah, oh, yes. There you go. <laughs> Everything <laughs> comes back because she. Okay, she was saying that we didn't actually speak about film cameras, but film cameras came back and have been quite popular recently. Yeah. Like I have one. I've been using one, but she was like, "Digital cameras are great because, like, a to develop film, it can be expensive and yeah, it can be time consuming. That's the other thing, yeah. Um, whereas with digital cameras, you take a photo on a night out and then you upload it to your computer and you can see it literally the next day yeah. for free. Yeah. So there's perks to it and for don't sure. diss the digital camera. I mean, I kind of made fun of it, but that was just because the no. concept was funny. I love the way they look as well at the moment. Like, I'm highly considering buying one. Just uh, your little. Your you little heard it here first. The, uh, we're calling it the trends coming back. Especially like I want to go on when I go on holidays. I don't want to have my phone in my hand. Mm. Like I really want to try and separate myself from that sort of technology. Yeah, and plus like photos on your phone, it can be just boring. To be fair, yeah. like let's be honest, we want yeah. some aesthetic. So people, yeah. so we can post and look cool. I want and, a bit of grit to them. You right. Know? I want them to look a little Not less just, like. <laughs> no exactly yeah it's <laughs> too whole, it's too clean cut it needs to be it needs to have a story to it, it needs to have yeah. personality mm. you know mm-hmm. it needs to fit fit the aesthetic, fit the aesthetic. yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> um but shall we move into another amazing musician yeah let's move into our topic the for queen this of week. queens what um, is it live Big Liv, what, what's our topic? We are going to be unpacking Midnight's by Taylor Swift, which Ooh. we have just listened to. It's just dropped. We listened to it together. Yeah. So um, for anyone that is not a fan of Taylor Swift. Sorry. Sorry. But at the same time, I still recommend that you listen still to listen. this episode. Um, because I think our stories will be quite interesting. Yeah. Because in like aspects of our lives. Right. Yeah. How we came to her, um, certain things about her. And then obviously we'll get into Midnight's. But yeah, yeah we'll begin with like kind of our relationship to her. Because yeah. you have quite a deep history with Taylor Swift. Yeah, I do. I think we both have our own sort of journeys with Taylor Swift um, over the years. But before we get into that, I actually just want you to grab that brown bag over the side brown bag yep and i want you You said to me that there was (laughs) i've got a bit of a surprise for little i don't know what this is so grab that bag yep let me hold this oh you okay yep i just want you to describe what's in here i've made you a little present okay it's a black top i'm so scared don't be scared i'm excited and scared (gasps) oh no way! <laughs> oh my god! Did you make this? So I made this T-shirt. 
you might need to show the camera. Oh my god, this is insanely beautiful. Oh good, oh. I'm glad you approved. You're gonna pop it on? Yeah, I'll pop it on. All right, nice. Let me just strip for everyone. Let me just pop that there. Yeah. Good, because I've got mine on too. Oh, no way, you <laughs> yes. bitch. You had it underneath. <laughs> Absolutely. This whole, I've been here since like 3 p.m. and I'm sneaky. All right, there we go. We'd be matching now. <laughs> How good is it? <laughs> we love you, Taylor Swift. Yeah. So that's my Midnight's present oh, to you. Oh, I need to get you something now. No, you don't, honestly. Oh. So I was I had a sick day, I want to say a couple months ago, and in my classic millennial <laughs> um, Libra status, I felt guilty doing nothing. Yeah. So I just got my iPad out and did a little collage, and then I got the T-shirts printed. Talented woman right here. That, this so is her work. That's amazing. Um, so this is a one of a kind for you and I. No one else has this um, but us. If anyone else is keen, please let us know. Yeah, on, if you want to tell us who's told. <laughs> um, Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Jen Live. Yes. Um, but yeah. Wow. This, yeah, I thought to, you know, commemorate this episode. Would I be mean, nice to do. it's an important part of history. So. It is, yeah. And I tried to include like some, like her with her Grammys, different eras as well. So there's a real mix. Okay, looking, I'm just looking at hers because like I can see it better. She looks so hot in that picture. So that's my favourite photo of her. And ha- I had to put it front and centre. Um, this was an editorial where mm. know, it was like a, a like a very westernised, like Western cowboy. Yes, it was. Yeah. Her eyebrows are unreal. Like they really filled them in. I don't know. I just loved it. So I popped that photo in. Um, She's just like looking into my soul. And yeah. and honestly, like. We've even got, you know, Fearless Taylor. Yes, here. OG. Grammys. Grammys, Taylor. This is, I'm going to, I'm not going to take this off now. Okay. I'm so happy, Liv. That's the best surprise I've gotten all week. So, (laughs) week made. And you got a free ticket to the 1975. Well, not for, I have to pay for it, but like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit, yes. Imagine if it was like, yeah, for free. Yeah, for free, dude. No, he'd be like, yeah, oh, wait, you're from Gen Lib podcast. Like, yeah, free. No way. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. What a way to start. Let's get into the nitty gritty now um do you, who, who wants to go first i feel like should we do it in chronological order mm. yeah okay so my discovery of taylor swift was i was trying to figure this out properly um i'm not actually sure of the exact year it was between 2006 to 2008 i want to say yep um and it was around the times, I swear it was around the time of like digital radio. Now, do you remember when digital radio came out? Do you know what a digital radio is? Can you explain it to me? Okay, so you may have just missed this, but um, we used to have, oh, back in the old days, <laughs> when um, radios weren't digital, they were just like the little radio with the little knob and you had yes, to tune yeah. oh, that, Is that what you mean? That we, yeah, so we... Growing up, that's what I had. Yes. And then digital radio came in. So you only had them in the car. So yeah. you know when you press a station in the car, yeah, that's yeah. digital radio, but they weren't like free-floating. Oh. Um, and oh, now obviously really? we have Spotify and podcasts, so yeah. we don't even listen to radio uh, like we did. But we, my parents got a digital radio mm. and it also had um, a little spot to charge my fake ipad uh, ipod i didn't have an ipod ever yeah I had those like little logitech things oh really you didn't have an ipod no i always wanted one i was like that kid at christmas that was like waiting for the ipod and then i'd open it and it was like the that's a shame the low the low brow version and i was like oh sick and then i was like you know holding the cord to try and get the sound right? yeah anyway um so it charged <laughs> my logitech ipod i, I keep going to say ipad because we don't have ipods anymore no um, we don't sadly so anyway digital radio on digital radio, you can sort of tune into lots of different stations. Mm. And um, I used to listen to a lot of American country. I don't know why. I, weirdly enough, I can see you doing that. Like I was, That makes sense to me. I want to say I was 12 or 13. Yeah. Like I was wow. young. And wow. like this is, you know, we just moved into a new house in, uh, in Viewbank where I lived. Yeah. And um, I was just like, honestly, probably just trying to figure out what music I liked. And I was listening to a whole yeah. bunch of shit. Yeah. A lot of American, like radio channels i don't know why i just thought it was fascinating we could hear them and this one i think it was called country america or something um i remember it was like 
summer time and they were talking about this um, new girl from Nashville called Taylor Swift and this is one of this is a song off her um, newest um, record it's called our song and that song was the first song that I heard by Taylor Swift. Your first ever song of Taylor Swift? Yeah, our song. Wow. Yeah. And then I got into her Taylor Swift by Taylor Swift album, which had, you know, Tim McGraw, the rest of them on. Mm. Um, And I think at the start, obviously, I was like, I loved her music, but I obviously didn't realise the impact she was going to have on the world and my own I don't think experience. anyone could have like predicted that. Yeah, that's what I keep thinking back to that moment. It's like the time. Yeah, I'm just gonna do a weird flex here. Um, I nearly saw Billie Eilish at Howler on Sydney Road. Oh, and I before am she devastated. got really big. Yeah. yeah, this was like 2018. A friend of mine went to that. Show. Oh no! Shout out Lex. I think she went to that show. That yeah, just mm. like so magical, so intimate too. Yeah. Um, so I sort of felt like that. I was like, oh, you know, like it's, I think back to that moment, like this young girl, like they were talking about her, like they were trying to promote her. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's how I sort of discovered her. Wow. Yeah. That's such a cool story. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Cool. I think so. On the, on a radio. On the, on a digital radio when it Bro. first came in. And I was like doing my homework or beating or doing some sc- Scoobies or something random. Scoobies. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Mm. Yeah. A digital I just can't that's 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 insane like that she's been in your life since then yeah wow yeah. you've like become an adult I've grown up with her music, with her and I yeah. think that's why she's so pivotal to me because when she first started releasing music she wasn't my age but she was growing as well yeah. and I was fresh you know I was in year seven I was mm. just about to hit high school as well so that music sort of helped paint the way yeah you're also um, not that like far in age like i know she's a few no, years yeah, older she's than you but 32 i think yeah but it's like not far off no it's not it's really not she was yeah 15 or 16 or yeah so young and i was 12 so yeah so yeah. very similar ages yeah, yeah. wow mm. wow i mean my, my like i mean we've got we're very different times so yes hang on, 2000 you were six years old i was in prep so when her first album came yeah out, so. so i mean that makes sense as to why like i kind of hadn't discovered i just yeah. wasn't in the cycle of you know her music and oh, you were six years old yeah <laughs> i think i was listening to the wiggles if anything <laughs> <laughs> or like blues clues oh, as I'm a six-year-old or maybe just like high five maybe oh how good is high five high five is great so i had the cd to high five and i used to play in the car iconic now i don't know if you know this but i can recite all of the planets in order because of high five the planets yep go for it mercury hot as the sun venus is the very next one third is the earth lovely place to be fourth is mars the biggest you can see jupiter um then you have to saturn there's rings around the place uranus is the seventh along the way away then you go to neptune da, 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 and then it's pluto so i could sit there and do them all in order just because of that song it's i like, think that's a life skill that i mean <laughs> well like songs teaching you how to spell yeah. There's a few of them out there, but that's amazing. That's a very niche one. High yeah, five. well, I, I love ripping that out. And James is like, you'd never need that ever. Can you, like, you don't Well, you just did it now. Like, so it was I'm obviously sorry. important for the podcast. That's right. So you're wrong, James. Thanks. Um, <laughs> um, how did I come yes, to Taylor Swift? I mean, I had, like, taken notice of her when 1989 came out. Okay, and, so like, that was 2015? Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I. I I don't want to sit here and say like I've been like since speak now like I didn't really listen to any of that OG stuff of hers to be fair at the start it's probably too country for me and fair enough I feel like I sort of played into the narrative of like seeing her as like I don't know like a bit cringy yep fair enough you know because that's what just the media kind of painted her as that's what she was pinned as right right um and then, yeah, 1989 came out and I really liked, obviously, a very obvious one, 22. 22. Were you 22 at 22? No, you weren't. No, I, did, I turned 22 this year. <laughs> oh, my God. I keep forgetting. <laughs> You're so young. Um, <laughs> and Bad Blood's on 19. Oh, that's 1989. Yeah, yeah. that um, video clip. Yeah, it's that's iconic. That's her girl squad. Yeah, and era. I think... To go back to the sexuality part, I was watching and I was like, everyone in this is really hot as well. Um, so, and, and honestly, like as lame as this sounds, it like made me feel 
really like powerful like i know yeah. that's kind of littered in bit in like the feud with katie perry and her mm. like that whole thing but i just loved seeing all the women like like zendaya she, when i saw zendaya in that because yeah i watched zendaya on disney channel back then and so she was on like shake it up and has that gone off no no, no it's just like the um oh, sorry that's okay freaking i was like oh my god no. yep um yeah zendaya. yeah zendaya and like i saw her and i was like oh my gosh she's in Taylor with video clip anyway bad blood and um what did i say 22 yep so yeah all that happened and obviously like the stuff with kanye i kind of just like was like what the fuck like yeah i don't know i'm not gonna lie like when kim kardashian released that stuff about her on the phone to mm. kanye like saying he could use her like a lyric or something yeah. like that i was kind of like oh that's a bit dodgy on her behalf on and taylor's behalf yeah yeah well we didn't get the full story at the the, time. well yeah that and makes sense i remember at the time my i had a bit of doubt for her too and that's the only time i've ever been like oh maybe i like mm. that's the only time i've been like oh maybe she's not what i think she is yeah but then there was more to well, the story yeah and i also that played into it but also i was i don't know i just didn't like love all of her music at the time and i think it was just because like i was really young and i don't think i had found the type of genre of music i was into at that time so i didn't really listen to much of her stuff but then when she released reputation oh my god i fucking love that album so much um it's much more poppy i would say and that's why a lot of people don't really like it some og fans aren't a massive fan of reputation because of that Uh, well yeah yeah, you know just because like it's such a different album to the one to 1989 yeah i know girls got to evolve though she has to and i i'm i love i was listening to it today in the car yeah um it has some of like my favorite all-time songs of hers yeah on that and i just think it's just like if you if you listen to it from beginning to end it like tells such a cool story and i I, it does her story such an experience albums yeah fantastic so would you say that is your favorite album it definitely put her back on the map for me. That got me back into listening to her. Yeah. Right. So probably, yeah. 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 And it's mm-hmm. like one album where I can just like, I can put it on. Sh- I don't like putting albums on shuffle. I like listening to it in order. Like I had this thing with routine. Do you, you're probably like me too. Do you get into the habit where you listen to an album so much that you know the next song that's coming and you know when the beat's dropping and you All know like the, the pause time. between? Yes. So good. I, I love recreating them in the car as I'm driving too. Like yeah. the pauses and like getting into it. It's I love like it. It really is. I mean, to be fair, you know what words are coming up yeah. and you can just recite them. It's yeah. basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think the difference between us as fans though, I feel like because I've – I feel like a lot of my favorite songs of hers are much more recent. Yeah, okay. Like, I, I absolutely adore Evermore. Yeah. I love yeah. Evermore so much. I have it on vinyl. Yeah. Um, there's a particular song. We'll go into it later with the mm. songs and stuff that I just, like, makes me emotional. So, <laughs> I, th- I think we're, we're, we're very similar. But, yeah, we have a lot of differences in terms of, like... But it's so nice that you've come into her at 2015 and you're just as fanatical yeah. about her as I am. Oh, it's just... Like, I, I just... I just love... I guess what she stands for when she writes music. I love that she has story elements to it. It's not just like random lyrics. And she's, she's, I think, one of the greatest songwriters in the last like 100 years, to be fair. Yeah. I'd put her up there. Yeah. Um, That may be biased. (laughs) But even if it is, I believe in it. Yeah. The logical thing to say. Yeah. Sure. Like when you read her lyrics and the amount, this is her 10th studio album. To pump out 10 albums with that sort of like density to her mm. actual lyrics mm. is quite amazing. And I mean, she released, was it Folklore first and then Evermore? I don't know. The both of them, they're just like identical. I think, I think Folklore came out first and then not long after she released Evermore during COVID. Yeah, it's a lot of music. So that's two albums. That's a lot in one go. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they're full on stories. Like they're a lot more than her just. Oh my goodness. Mm. We'll go into like like our favorite songs because one of mine is off Evermore. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, what did I want to ask you? What was the other question? Um. So tell me more about why your like perceptions of Taylor Swift before you liked her. Because I'm interested to know that. I've always liked um, her. I've never been on the opposite side. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not like I didn't like her at all. It was more like what was being portrayed to me kind of made me a bit hesitant on 
liking her. And I also, like I said before, I think it was more so, I just wasn't into her music at that time. I don't know what it was. Like, I know there's people my age who have been OG fans for, like, since they were young, right? They're my age. But I just, I don't think I connected with her music back then. Okay. Um, I think that's, a ma- like, the major one. Yeah. But then also, like... Well, what was it about 1989 mm. that you connected with so much? Um, I feel like that's... I Like, I love 1989. Mm. It's, it's my favourite album, personally, yeah. which I'll get into later. But the actual lyrics, I feel like, lyrically, it's not as depth. Deep. There's not much, yeah, there's it's not not. much depth it's not. compared to other ones. Yeah. I just think... Well, because I feel like the album that came out before 1989 wasn't as poppy. So I think because it had like a bit of a mainstream sort of vibe to 1989, it kind of drew me in. Okay. Because at the time I was basically only listening to radio music. Uh, yeah. Actually, Do you know what I mean? How old were you in 2015? 15. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is going to happen the Liv, whole podcast. I th- I, why do I keep thinking you're making a joke out of that? Because I'm, I'm actually serious. being serious. <laughs> I need some more non-alcoholic. I was, um, yeah, um, I was in year nine. So, I mean, I, I, this is why I sometimes I get a bit insecure about calling myself a Swifty because I know Swifties are Swifties and like people who have written 13 on their. Oh, that's too far for me personally. I don't know. It's just like each to their own. You know what I mean? Like be a fan in your own way, whatever. I respect it, but. I don't know. My friend Laura and I have had this conversation because she loves Taylor Swift too, but she kind of was telling me why she doesn't call herself a a Swifty is because Mm -hmm. like, you know, she hadn't liked the songs from all the way in the beginning. And like, yeah, like the hardcore Swifties know everything and like they know all the theories and Mm. this and that. And I just like sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm a Taylor Swift fan. I don't know if I called myself a Swifty because I feel like I came so late to the game. You know what I mean? Oh, nah, definitely. I don't know. That's, that's, I get a bit that's impos- bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Imposter I, syndrome yeah, from the swiftness. It's all- <laughs> I can't join the fandom. That's funny. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm not like I do love Harry Eggs and the fandom theories, but I'm not like I would miss a lot. Mm. Like there's a lot I would not know um, about that sort of stuff. Mm. So, yeah, mm. I don't think it matters. Because um, I'm going to admit this mm. and I'm not proud, but it is what it is. So, you know, when she released Red when it came out, yeah. which I think was like... 2012? Yeah. Yep. I didn't listen to that at all. Oh. Right? So, yeah. I only... And this I'm confessing here. I only listened to Red when she re-released it. And I actually... Ha- this is going to blow my... I hadn't... I didn't even know the story and the significance of All Too Well. Oh, yeah. So, if she hadn't re-released it, I wouldn't have discovered All Too Well. Yeah. Which, I mean... This is why this is great that she's she's bringing in a whole other fan base. Oh my god! By doing her version, but at the same time, like this is why I like get imposter syndrome of calling myself a Swifty because it's like the Swifties know all too well. I wasn't a big fan of it. You weren't? No. Okay. I like when Red came out. I was. I personally wasn't a huge fan of Red. Fair. Um, nothing against it. Now I love it. Mm. Like I would listen to it all the time now, but I was. First of all, heavily into like Taylor Swift's early stuff, like so Taylor Swift yes. and Fearless. I yes. loved. Um, I couldn't get into Fearless. Oh, I loved it. Fair that enough. was yeah. I don't know. I just did. Um, Speak now and Red. I sort of quietened down a bit, and I think that was due to the fact that it was years eleven, what years nine to twelve at high school, mm. and I just probably pulled back on my hype a bit. Yeah, probably because there was so much cringe based around Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um. And that was just me being uh, like, you know, someone that was a sheep and being like, oh, my God. No. We all have been. But, like, a, obviously yeah. now I look back and I'm like, love the music. Mm. Um, but, yeah, All Too Well wasn't in my top songs from that album yeah. in the beginning. And yeah. now, obviously, I know the significance of it and I did at the time. But, look, like, now there is just so much more attached to it. So, and the 10-minute version. I mean, Yeah. Like it's oh, like, I know. There's a mini miniature movie and hopefully she gets nominated for an oh Oscar. my god did you imagine <laughs> dylan o'brien too i love him yeah big fan of him um yeah cool have we covered everything then what were, what were, what were we just talking oh sorry that's my phone oh yeah what were we just talking about oh god tangent much <laughs> oh your um your relationship with taylor swift oh yeah um so i'm definitely i feel like Maybe I can coin this term. Mm-hmm. I'm like a modernized ver- uh, a modernized fan. 
Yeah. I've come late to the party, but I absolutely adore her and yeah, nice. ingest her music and I buy her vinyls. So mm-hmm. I think that makes me a fan. You're absolutely a fan. Yay. I'm part of the Taylor Swift fan. But I'm not going to say Swifty. I can't. I feel like oh, I, I don't deserve Swiftie. the title. Yes, you do. <laughs> I don't deserve the title. We don't discriminate. Okay. Don't worry. I'm a Swifty. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, what God. was the next? Um, I said, what was the song or album that got you hooked? On the wagon, but we've sort of already we discussed kind of really, this. yeah. Um, oh, personally, yeah, a big turning point for me though with her music was 1989. Yes, so I did love all of her country, but her pop music was where I was like, Yes, this is like absolutely, like, absolutely everything on that album, mm. start to finish, I could listen to and love every single song. Um, yeah, well, I was gonna ask what's your favorite, but I feel like we'll go into that a bit later, yeah, yeah, yeah. so. This this album is my favourite, like the whole, all of the music, the pop song. And I feel like Midnight's is very similar to that. It's, I know. Yeah. A friend of mine was like, Midnight's is definitely a combination of Lover and um, 1989. 1989. Yeah, yeah. And also Reputation. There's a real mix of things in there. Massive Reputation vibes. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what's your favourite album? Oh... I want to say reputation, but I also love not era album. They're two different things. Oh, album. Yeah, because mine mine are different. I'm getting like really technical here, as you can tell. You are. (laughs) (laughs) I think folklore. Yeah, doesn't have any skips for me. This yeah, that's what I mean. Like, is there an album where you can just play? whole thing Folklore. no skips i did it today one. i did it today okay i think every each and every song yeah is <sighs> i have a feeling midnight's is gonna be up there because mm. listening to that yes I was well like, we listened Whoa. to it and then i said i was like oh i think once we digest it and we kind of mm. let it sit it's just like yeah mm. yeah th- i think it's gonna hit gonna it's gonna yeah. hit so I think that's so. Yours is folklore, mine's mm. very different. Yeah, so I'm pop. You're more yeah. really soft country, mm. Taylor. Um, okay, so what's your favorite Taylor Swift era? Mm. Oh, I'm gonna have to say Reputation. Okay, like that whole era when she released that, her coming back. I think definitely. Yeah. Um. I think that's yeah. Just because, like, she she rose from all, like, the, the controversies and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and I just think it's most entertaining as well. Yeah, I agree with you. That's mine too. Oh, cute. Yeah. And for all the same reasons and the fact that it was almost like a fuck you album. Basically. Oh, um, it is. Yeah. Which I loved. I love the darkness. I love dark pop. Mm, That's my favorite You do. Genre. Yeah. So... She, re- I remember like listening to that at uni for the first, like I was at uni when I heard it for the first time. That's crazy. I had chills and I was like in class and I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. I had chills. Literal chills. Um, Yeah, I think that as well. But I also liked the fact that she, um, I liked the fact that she addressed a lot of what the public said had said about her in that album. Like mm. it was something that she really, I guess she'd done it a bit in 1989, but reputation was her taking back the power from like from the public and from all the drama yeah um and she's so in love in it too and she's so in love yeah you really see like she's angry and upset but then you see those like delicate moments like delicate speaking of delicate, yeah which brings me to what are your top three songs okay ever first and why delicate okay i just think cohesively it works so well as a song and i just cannot not like act out the lyrics and dance to it in the car it just makes me feel so much better oh the actual acting yeah, music. yeah 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 um and i also just like like i said i love the lyrics within it so i, I just think it's such a great poppy song um soft pop yeah soft yeah. pop um okay so there's that one ivy which is off evermore Oh, yeah. Um, how's one to know? That song, just for reference, everybody. Yeah. Um, that story, that that song, like, is about Emily Dickinson, who was a poet, like a very famous poet. I know that name. Um, and she was actually queer. Um, and oh, that song. So That's it's basically about, about yeah, okay. like a forbidden love. Yeah. It's just, I just, but it's like such a beautifully 
created song. I, I yeah. just love listening to it. It's my favorite one to put on when I put on Evermore on the vinyl. Mm-hmm. It's great. So Ivy. And then my third, so this is hard. I It's either Style of 1989. Mm-hmm. I love that. James Dean. It's great karaoke on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, or I'm going to go off the most recent album and say, uh, not, not Midnight's, Folklore. So it's either, so my third favorite's either Style or um, Great American Dynasty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great song. Yeah. Okay. So more, con- more, uh, yeah, you like the softer stuff. Yeah. Style is quite soft in a way. Yeah. yeah. But it's very hard to like. Oh, I mean, very hard. Because this is the thing though. I think it depends how I'm feeling in the moment, like mm. with in terms of like what songs I like just need to listen to. Yeah. Like if I am in a bit of like my bad bitch like mood, I want to listen to Reputation and yeah. I'll love like every song on that. Or if I'm more like in my feels, I want to listen to Folklore mm. or Evermore. Yeah. So it just depends. But at the moment, I'd say those okay. three, four are my faves yeah. that yeah. I need to listen to. How about you? Um, well, my first one is Our Song. Our song, yes. Because that was my, first of all, introduction to Taylor Swift. And lyrically and the tempo of that song is just like Taylor Swift in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, It just, you know, lays the path for the rest of her music. So I could, like, I remember like singing that when that first came out. Like we had it on parties and stuff. And like that was probably the more, I guess, common song played Mm. of hers when it first came out. Like before Love Story and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, my second song is, um, a draw between style and delicate for my like soft pop. Mm. Um, I honestly can't decide. Yeah. Fair enough. Because they're they're from both two different albums. Mm. Um, style. It's just the music is beautiful in that. I can listen to that everywhere and delicate as well. (sighs) And it's, it's, they give off the same vibe to me. Like Mm. they make me feel the same way. My third song is The Man. The ma- Oh, yes. That is um, a great one. It's just like such a hype song. And I yeah. put that on when I like need to pick me up mm. um, in any sort of yeah, way. Yeah, I love Whether it. it's yeah. like work or life or um, it's – and it's also, you know, quite um, conversational for her. Definitely. Her the music video too. Music. Yeah. So I think, yeah, those three songs sort of sum up her as well in a nutshell. But my three. Yeah. Yeah. False God, we talked about this we, before. It's a great one. Yeah. Off Lover. Honestly, my, my list started, so I actually picked two songs from every album in the beginning and then I played Australian Idol <laughs> or American Idol or Idol, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I also had some other songs I had on here were um, 15, Begin Again. Mm-hmm. I love Begin Again. Okay. From um, Red. Yep. Um, Lover. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had Call It What You Want. Um, you are in love from 1989. Mm-hmm. I love that song. I also love Enchanted, oh, Fearless, Teardrops. Better than Cardigan. Revenge. Better than Revenge is a good song. Unfortunately, it didn't age well. <laughs> no, I mean it hasn't aged well, but it is a fucking oh, pop of a song. It is. Yeah. Oh, it just that's yeah. That's a, it's a it's yeah. <laughs> I know. Apart from the slut shaming, it's, it's a, a great part, song. Yeah. Um, I also love. Cornelia Street. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, gorgeous. Again, these are reputation ones. Um, I know so many people that don't like reputation at all. Same. It's so and interesting maybe to me. it's because she took such a, di- like a different path. Mm. From, like it wasn't pretty and femme either. It wasn't, no. And it's nice. It was refreshing to see a different side of her. Yeah. Different era. That, yeah, I, I love that you say that because... I feel like you definitely have the grounds to say and have an opinion on that because, you know, you were a very big fan of her pre-reputation. Yeah, and, like, she had never previously been quite public about her opinions. Like, if you yeah. see her in interviews and stuff, she's like, oh, no, I don't comment on politics. I don't comment on this or that. Yeah, well, the documentary was yeah, well, that, a good insight go. to yeah. that. Um, and then from reputation onwards and even in Lover, she gets quite political about her Definitely. Um, a lot of different things. So, yeah, I think... 
What was I going to say? A lot of people hate Reputation. A lot of people do. Um, but I, I've watched the live performance of Reputation, the stadium tour on Netflix quite oh, a bit. I watched it a lot during lockdowns. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I also absolutely love Reputation as an album because oh, really yeah, you went to yeah, I did. that concert in yeah. Melbourne. And the big serpent snake was like oh, blown up and it was like, you know, fainted at everyone in the audience. I'm so jealous. I wish. Oh, it was such a vibe. You went to the 1989 one as well. I did, yeah. That was outside. That was Vance Joy was playing before. Oh, my God. I also saw Charlie XCX before Reputation. Bullshit. It was so sick. She's an amazing yeah. performer. And, like, that was the first time I heard um, – oh, she just released a song. And I was like, fuck this. I think it was Boys or something. Oh, she just released something. Yeah, it would like, have been that. Yeah, yeah, it was so good. Um, She's I love a- discovering people at gigs. You also discover really cool people. Me? No, I'm like the person. You know how people go? Oh, I'm not here for the main. I'm here for the pre. The pre- really? Some people. People say like, that. Yeah, I think it's just like a pretentious music thing. But okay, I don't know that many cool people. I have, yeah, no, no, I'm not that cool. <laughs> yes, you are. No, 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 I'm not. Stop. Shall we get into our album review of Midnight's? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. We listened when it came out at 3 o'clock or 3.01. 3 Yeah. Um, What are your first thoughts, feelings, favourite tracks? My first first couple thoughts were it's very different to Evermore and Folklore, her last two albums. Yeah. I also mentioned to you that I feel like a massive influence influence to this album being a bit more poppy is maybe coming out of like COVID and lockdown Mm -hmm. because the other two were released during – the pandemic um and uh, and also like it it reminded me of a bit of like lover and reputation yeah and a bit of 1989 as well um yeah i i love the soft pop in it and yeah the soft pop's really nice and there's a lot of like that really sort of dark dark pop mixed with softness Mm. um which you do hear a lot of from 1989 and we were saying a lot of it some songs that sort of sound a bit Billie eilish in a way there was there's one particular did you figure out what song yeah it was called yeah it's isn't it vigilante shit no the the, uh, the Billie eilish song that isn't that it no Uh, the Billie Billie eilish one that it reminded us that's what i had it written next to but maybe it was the Midnight Rain. Oh, no. The actual song. <laughs> Sorry, Liv. <laughs> Jesus. Repeat yourself. I, know, I was so like, am I making times. sense? This happened to me the other day at work and someone, I was asking her something and she kept saying the same word and I wasn't like processing it. Yeah. She said it and I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know what Philly song it was, um, but it sounded very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yes. So, favorite songs. Okay, I said on the Instagram, which everyone should check out. By the way. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Hold on. Also, I felt like as we were playing this, every single song I loved. We loved every single song. Like that's very unusual, straight up. And like I said, with albums, I feel like when they first drop, you kind of just like take it all in. You listen to it. Yeah. And then as time gradually goes, and you listen to it a couple of times, you kind of pick your favorites. Yeah. Which is what I love about like album releases. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my my so my top three at the moment. This will probably change because it did with Harry Styles' album. Mm-hmm. But my first one is Lavender Haze. What a way to open an album! Oh, Fucking know. hell! Yeah. Do you know that's it's she was inspired writing that song about Mad Men. No, that's cool. I think so. I think I, I could be in Is that wrong. what she said in Midnight Mayhem? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I then watch all those. Um, my second favorite was Vintilante shit. Vigilante. Yeah. Vintilante. Yeah. 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 That word. Yep. That's fine. <laughs> it is a very good song. Why can't I read? Um, and Karma. Yeah. Okay. Or Karma. Karma. Yeah. Nice. Mine is similar. Um, I do also love Midnight Rain. Um, and I also do like... Oh, I really like Antihero as well. Antihero, yeah. Yeah, that's good because mm-hmm. um, it's upbeat and optimistic. It's got a nice sound to it. Um, also, um, Snow on the Beach is beautiful with Lana Del Rey. Lana Del- yeah, that And is- it's got like a really nice sort of bridge and peak towards the end. And oh, It is stunning. So, yeah, I was about to say stunning. Mm. That's gorgeous. I think, yeah, listening to it a few more times, obviously we've only just heard it, but it's going to be nice to sort of um, – process it over the weekend oh my god yeah we're gonna thrash it and then kind of like gravitate towards particular songs absolutely um 
Yeah. Yeah. Did you – what do you think, like, her visually it's going to be like? What do you think her errors? Oh, God. Because she's been, you know, wearing a lot of – she's been wearing a lot of sparkly things. She so. has. And I honestly – so we'll get into this in a se- like, later. But, like, when I saw her in London, I don't know, that the vibe that she, like, had on stage – was very like reputation-y like oh was it yeah like i'm a bad oh, bitch she, did, she had like high black yeah. pants and a little black bra so I, I don't know i was talking to someone at the concert unless that was, was like, because of heim maybe but i was like this i mean you can't take anything away from it. she fucking drops yeah easter egg at any chance she has yeah i have a feeling it might be very mixed mm. there won't be one sort of aesthetical look i think it all will sort of cohesively be quite sparkly Mm, mm. sparkly for some reason i get like sunny beachy vibes i don't know why like like yeah we're going into summer mm, so we're naturally maybe that's where that's where our minds are at (laughs) like we were saying earlier that every time she releases or most the time when she releases music it's us going into summer yeah so it becomes a real sort of summer drive thing. Mm. well i was telling you before like i could picture some of these songs especially lavender haze driving on a freeway with the windows yeah. down sunny day Ooh. like blasting it like mm-hmm. i can definitely sense that yeah yeah that'd be nice i think um this will be a very popular album as well amongst non-taylor swift listeners like there was some really good tracks on there really great tracks yeah and if you haven't, go listen to it because yep, highly I think you could like, even if you're not a massive Taylor Swift fan, I think you could definitely. I think we should be past this. It's 2022. Yeah. Like, fucking just listen to what you want to listen to. Mm. If it's good, that's just my opinion. Like yeah. I have no, I have no sense of like um, highbrow, lowbrow when it comes to music. I listen to whatever I want. Yeah, of course. And. At any, and like yeah. I, I, I'm the same. Like, I, I yeah. think, you know, if you discover music at the time that you discover the song or the, you know, the particular artist, I think good for you. Like, Absolutely. Should be celebrated rather yeah. than, like, kind of spoken down to. So, I like, I, yeah, I definitely, it definitely grinds my gears when people are like, oh my God. So, I actually, a lot of people don't know that I like Taylor Swift when I first meet them and don't obviously disclose. I'm not going to be like, hi, I'm Olivia, and I like Taylor Swift. <laughs> or you can wear like a badge. A badge, yes, yeah, Swifty. I'm a Swifty. Um, so it's very unassuming that I like her and I mm. think it's probably the way I dress and present myself. I don't know. But I don't have a problem saying I am, but when I do, people are like, oh, my God. And then they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and I'm like, fucking what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't think – yeah, I think we should all just be past – not – not liking the music but like you don't have to you don't have to hate the person hate the music no and i think a lot of people misinterpret that for i'm gonna throw a curveball out and say maybe internalized misogyny as well (laughs) that definitely plays into it um of course you know because i know that she's not the only artist where people think that yeah and i'm really trying to take a look when i say i don't like someone's someone's music i don't say oh my god i hate them oh Mm. my god i don't like their music Mm. like there's music out there that i just do not like yeah but it's got nothing to do with the person yeah um so i think being aware of doing that is a really good thing as well yeah 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 i i agree with Mm. with everything like i do know there are some people out there like the internalized misogyny stuff um where i mean to be fair i probably did play into like you know that a bit younger um because like i said i haven't always been like a huge fan of her so yeah possibly yeah there you go and and, but but again that's just like you know what media is fed to you and you know like how you perceive people is very much so shaped by what you're seeing you know whether you want to believe it or not in the media so Mm. you know when that's like been thrown at you in a negative way you know you kind of just like you 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 don't see the signs but um yeah no i totally agree and, mm. But we're we're fans of her now. Well, I'm fans. Yeah, of her now. I'm a I'm a an unashamedly unshameless, shameless fan. Shameless. Fan. I mean, yeah. I never know. Unapologetic. Right, unapologetically, a Taylor fan. That's better. That's what we love to hear. And I don't care who knows it. Who cares? Um, but it's funny we say that because, like, as I was saying when I was younger, and there was a period of time where I didn't listen to a lot of him. Not didn't listen to her, but I just wasn't as vocal about loving her that much. Yeah, right. I actually 
picked up a guitar. Um, so I actually used to play the electric guitar. Did you? Yeah. You seem more of like a bass player to me. Oh, like now I realize that. But I think yeah. at the time, that's what I was fed, like electric guitar. Anyway, I went to music school and I had a neon, I was pretty much neon pink electric guitar. And this was like peak neon. So I also had a neon pink and green fluffy um, guitar strap. That's so sick. And I'm jealous. It was pretty cool. Like I did get to learn quite basic stuff. I did it for maybe two years. Yeah. It's like straight at music school and I joined a little band. And a lot of that had to do with Taylor Swift. Wow. Um, now that I think back to how yeah. I was influenced. Like there was no other reason for me to learn an instrument. Mm. Like go out of my way to buy the equipment, go to music school. Like I instigated all of this myself. Mm. I'm pretty sure. I don't think my mum was like, you need to learn an instrument. I think I'm like, I remember, yeah. you know, doing all of that and going to Fitzroy and picking a guitar. That's and, so cool. Um, and I also had, I don't know, I think I got rid of it. But I had like this little book which I'd scrapbooked the front and it said Olivia's music songs. Oh. And I was fucking songwriting. <laughs> Do you still have this? I don't know. Can you like, can you remember like. Oh, so I can remember I cut out like a, a guitar in like that, that flat foam and I'd like put little jewels on it and put little music notes. And I was learning to read music and. Um, so you could have been like a musician oh hell nah <laughs> can you sing no i don't think so why did you hesitate can you like kind of sing i did used to sing when i played it but only to myself and i was very very self-aware and too in my own head about it like i don't Fair. think i ever could have pursued it but i remember i picked it up this book up a couple of years ago when i was getting rid of my stuff and i was reading some of the songs and i actually couldn't like physically look at it i was like this is the cringest no. thing i've ever seen but obviously you gotta start somewhere that's kind of sweet though um so a lot of that i'll actually we'll post some photos of that time can we actually yeah, I i'm wearing i'm pretty sure i'm wearing like three-quarter jeans and like yes please um, i think we deserve to see that sort of stuff yeah we'll post that content um but yeah she influenced me in a big way and i didn't realize it at the time wow um that's how influential she was yeah yeah because like she was like playing the guitar herself and it was like her and the guitar well she picked a guitar up at 12 or 13 like she wasn't like a a prodigy from three no no she learned I'm, i'm assuming she taught herself how to play yeah i'm pretty sure she taught herself like there's actual footage of her getting her first guitar and you're like oh my god there was a time when she wasn't a musician Mm, like imagine that um how bland would the world be without her yeah oh my god Liv, that's such a wholesome it's a wholesome story well i kind of wish i wish i kept going and then could have you know could you imagine i could so see you just like even if you're not not singing like just playing the guitar like i could i do like it like do you own one no i used to have an acoustic my brother did play a bit Mm. um like musically like at music school and stuff but we never really kept going i think it was just I didn't – I had the patience for it. I don't, think I, I don't think I had enough time. Yeah. Like I was doing – I was Definitely playing three or four other yeah. sports. I was doing school. Like I just was like too many, you know. Too many things going on. My finger was in too many pies. So yeah. I had to sort of pick what I wanted to do and um, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't music. I respect that. Yeah. I yeah. mean I, – I, I, well, I kind of have a story and I've told you this. Yeah, you no, know. you need to retell. I think story. I need to retell for the people who don't, don't know the story. Mm. But um, so a couple months ago I went to London – for a couple of days but the main reason i went to london was to see haim perform mm-hmm. and obviously i'm a huge haim fan so like just being there in general uh, was kind of like out of this world like it, it honestly feels like a fever dream looking back at it <laughs> but um basically they started to all sing gasoline right <sighs> yeah and uh they d- basically had sang and performed half of it and then mm. they got up to one part and all of a sudden they like Danielle kept drumming but like started speaking within the song and she was ah, like she was like I, I don't know, I can't remember if it was Danielle. I have the video so I can post that, but yeah. I don't know if it was Danielle or Lana. One of them was like, Oh, you know, since we're in London, um, we can't really perform this song without somebody or like we we, we thought we would bring somebody Did out. You immediately okay. What what was going through your mind? So, like, give me thoughts, feelings, everything. Okay, okay, so when they kind of stopped 
playing like singing and started talking i was a bit confused like i didn't really think anything of it i was like oh they're kind of just interacting with the crowd yeah and then when they said we're in london i was like be like london boy (laughs) (laughs) joe Owen. no um, on my scooter (laughs) (laughs) um i was like my first in my 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 first my first thought went to taylor swift and i was like yeah, I, I i honestly was also like no fuck they're not no gonna, you were like nah hang on wait they're not, gonna, yeah. they're not gonna bring out taylor swift like come on and then they just kept on going and then alana was like she's a songwriter she's a director she's a writer producer um and just kept going and i was like it's fucking taylor swift they're bringing out taylor swift oh and like i'm not that calm in the i'll post the video but in the video yeah, I'm i am like, not calm oh my fucking god it's fucking taylor swift like oh my and then and then she's like so please welcome to the stage taylor swift and i was like get I the I fuck. fucking dead. like think about it though like i'm in london yeah also by yourself like M's up the back M's up the, my sister is like a few rows behind me who brought like a last minute ticket on the night and i'm like on the other side of the world seeing one of my favorite bands ever and they bring out one of the most iconic fucking singers there is right now mm. on the other side of the, like i'm not even supposed to be here Fever dream. like i'm in london like i'm australian what am i doing in london you know what i mean like yeah. it was like that and like what are the chances of her coming out at this particular concert she didn't make an appearance at any other just yeah. the london show and yeah. i i was like oh and so she performed gasoline with them mm. and then also did like a mashup between gasoline and love story cute and but i was like where's no nobody no crime yeah and, which is a song that they did together yeah on on evermore yeah um but yeah, interesting like, and i had and this is the thing like i had never i've never seen taylor swift live and I like oh shit yeah so like that was like my first ever oh. time I've seen her in person like in the same room as her she's got a great stage presence she does she? and yeah. it like it oh my the vibes were immaculate when she yeah. came out I and did you find like was she speaking to the crowd yeah yeah, yeah. she's like so well spoken on stage oh and she was just like hey London yeah. and I was like <laughs> I'm like still in shock I'm like yeah. oh my god this is actually happening oh. and the girl next to me and her friend they were like they it seemed like they were pretty big Taylor Swift fans. Yeah. And like I all I could hear was her being like, Oh my god, oh my god And I was like, Are you okay? And she was like, Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm just oh my god and so we everyone yeah. was just like like internal yeah. 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 Like Taylor bonding, it's a thing. Oh, it's a thing. But yeah. I just I couldn't believe I was on cloud nine after that. Yeah. I couldn't go to sleep. I like we were about to go to bed and like everyone back in Melbourne was like waking up seeing my story. I was waking up to video to to messages being like because i texted you i was like live yeah and i missed but i had my um messages like off notifications and james finally like called me <laughs> and was like yo have you sp- seen lives like what are you doing have you been off the planet like yeah. what's going on and i was like oh my god what happened like i was like what happened what yeah, happened i yeah. thought something bad happened yeah yeah and he was like she t- saw taylor swift and i was like i was like you're joking like i thought it was he takes the piss that much. I that know I just he does. And I know his humor too. Yeah. Like, and he was like, no, no, no. Like, look at, look at your message. Literally. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus. I'm glad you got to see that. Oh my God. It was just like such a whirlwind. Yeah. Would have been. Oh my God. And then like a couple days, about a week later, I came back to Melbourne. Yeah. Because um, I returned home. But I was just like, it's been like a, a flex every single time. Like the other day, I was at Happy Valley, which yeah. is a record store in Collingwood. Yeah. Um, and I went to buy the the Women in Music, which on vinyl, which I couldn't, I haven't been able to buy because it's yeah. been sold out everywhere. Yeah. And I had like money, so I was like, I'll I'll buy it. I saw it, and I take it up to the counter, and the person behind the counter is like, "Nice choice," and I was like, "Thank you." And then we just started talking about like um hi and whatever our favorite songs off women in music part three and then i was like "Ah, not not to flex or anything and the person was like oh no flex away flex away (laughs) i was like well um i saw Haim in concert in london and then they were like no way and i was like yeah and then i was like to the person i was like do you also like taylor swift yeah and then they were like yeah and i was like well they brought out taylor swift and i was there and she was like that's fucking sick (sighs) i just even like that story is great, but even just people admitting they love Taylor Swift, it's so just nice. Makes me so happy it's so because good. it has been so the opposite for so long. Oh, and yeah, you know, like even I'm meeting guys that love 
Like I'm meeting people that I work with and stuff. They're like, oh, I don't like her, but my partner, he loves her. Oh, lovely. And I'm just like, thank you. Like it's, mm. you don't have to be mm. in the closet about loving her. No. Um, yeah. Respect her. And also like cute story, but um, I sit next to a girl at work and what was happening? Um Oh, we found out that Midnight's was coming out, right? Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. This was like quietly at my desk. I go home and I post about it on Mm. Instagram and Mm. she messages me. She's like, oh, my God, I had no idea you're a big Taylor fan. I couldn't contain myself today. I had to like walk away from my desk and look at this article. And I was like, you sit right next to me. How do we not know? I had no idea that this was going on. And I was like, oh, Taylor Bonding. Taylor bonding, it's a yeah, thing. So now we're bonded for life. Love that. Because, you know, there's so many people in the office that are just like... Oh, no, but like when, like, you, when you find out someone likes Taylor Swift, you know, I just feel like you naturally know they're a good person. <laughs> she yes. has a very good fan base. She does, like, yeah. Very similar people and have yeah. very, very similar interests and you just know that they're they're good people. Yeah. I don't know. I can, yeah. yeah. You meet a fellow Swifty and yeah. you're just like, we're friends now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. And also Chaim as well. I feel like because not yeah. a lot of people know about them. No. And when when I find out that like I'm talking to someone, they're like, yeah, I know Chaim. I'm like, that's fucking cool. That's You're super, cool. That's super. You know your music. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's good. It's nice. Yeah. Um, But that's it for this episode. Yeah. I reckon. So we hope you enjoyed. We know that was a bit of a, a divergent from the general generally content yeah but we couldn't ignore midnight we couldn't ignore midnights and we wanted to discuss our you know Taylor Swift awakenings and stuff so. and also um you guys probably don't know but on spotify on our podcasting like sort of website we can see who or like what artists our oh, listeners are listening right. to our, our listeners are listening to and the number one artist is taylor swift yeah. so like to me that's I a think- sign for us to like yeah. If you yeah. And also we're only following each other and Taylor Swift on our general. She's Instagram. the only person we She's follow. She's the only person besides follow. us. So it would be a crime Prime. not to do an episode on her. So. Um but she's also like a genius. So yeah. bad luck if you didn't if you yeah. don't like her. Enjoy the album. Enjoy guys. the album. Yeah, give us your thoughts um yeah. when you do eventually listen to the full thing. Yeah. Um and maybe give us some of your like favorite eras or albums of taylor swift at yeah. Live podcasts mm-hmm. at the, our instagram just dm, DM us dms are good yeah um, even yeah if other content you want to share about that we've been talking through mm. um yeah yeah even just your thoughts on taylor swift pre and post liking her not liking her yeah. is an interesting topic i think always i think it's a great like I was actually, you know, on Reddit and I was like, I was looking up why do people hate Taylor Swift? Mm. Like, I was just curious, right? People like, her music, her attitude, her clothing, she's too corny, she's too cringe. I'm like, these are all, like, things, you don't you don't hate a person because of this. No. No? No. Yeah. Just so. wanting to pick something to hate. Yeah. Um, Look internally if you're thinking like that, just, honestly. Yeah. Look in the mirror. Way to hate women, basically, to be <laughs> yeah. fair. Um... Yeah, that's... Uh, please give us a review as well. Oh, reviews, yeah. Reviews would be great. Reviews. Just even if they're bad ones, just review us. Oh, please no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I don't think our... I don't think we could mentally take that, but... Nah. um, We're still fragile, guys. Yeah, even if it's just like great work. Keep, or like, keep well going. done. <laughs> well done. Do it better. Amazing. T-Swift. Midnight's. You know, anything. Um, But yeah... We'll be back to our usual content next week. Next week, yeah. Um, so enjoy. Happy listening. And happy midnights. Happy midnights. And that's it from us two. See you later. Have a good weekend. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs>